What up? We are back again in the studio today. So it is time to get the ball rolling. It is that time back in the studio today. And I actually was told to do this football preview from a couple fans. So I want to give a shout out to you guys. Uh... You BYU fans out there to listen in, uh, not uh, if you know me and you've grown up around me, my friends know this, my family knows this, I am not a big BYU fan. However, uh, I think that it is important to be able to cover all of the uh, teams that are here in my state and to be able to talk about them, kind of... Uh, go over what I think about them. Obviously, it makes me laugh. I think that uh, BYU is a really funny team, uh, especially the last couple years, and especially with Utah's dominance. I don't really pay as much attention to them as what I probably should, but I have actually spent a lot of time, a lot of thought going into this uh, to let you guys know kind of what I feel about uh, the Brigham Young University Cougars. So, as as I kind of said in the Colorado preview, uh, if you haven't listened to it, I suggest you get on. Uh, you can actually stop this uh, podcast and get on the Colorado one. But I talked a little bit about my uh, my trip to Provo. Now, uh, I went to Provo, and Provo is Provo. If you haven't been there, it's a really unique place. There's a lot of uh, different food. A lot of people go there for the food. It is uh, pretty good food. So, uh really kind of an interesting town and I spent some time there and the time I uh my wife and my mother-in-law we had uh two or three hours where we weren't doing anything we were going to be going uh, out to eat with my new uh well with my sister-in-law and my new brother-in-law she's getting married soon and uh so she had to drive up to Salt Lake and we were just kind of killing some time and I said hey have you guys ever seen the Heisman Trophy they had never seen the Heisman Trophy, and they'd never seen the National Championship Trophy, and they hadn't seen everything that was in uh, the their kind of athletic office, I believe. It's right in front of the George Albert Smith Fieldhouse. Uh, I actually ran at the George Albert Smith Fieldhouse, really kind of a cool indoor track. It's like 300 meters or so, really unique. You're like running through tunnels underneath bleachers, really cool, unique but cool. Um, but I was able to show uh, my wife. She's like, oh, wow, this is – these are all the trophies that they've won, and they were. She was able to look at it, and it was. Uh, I feel like it was a really good experience, not only for her but for my mother-in-law. Uh, despite not being a Cougar fan, it is still cool to see the Heisman Trophy. If you've never seen a Heisman Trophy, uh, find the nearest university and go see it because it really is a, a really cool trophy. And then the they have a like the trophy the trophy that like kind of looks like the BCS, and they have the original national championship trophy there. Uh, and they have obviously all their bowl wins from uh, the Idaho, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, the the Poinsettia Bowl, and uh, some of the other ones back into the Las Vegas Bowl years. They have Jimmer Fredette's stuff there. They have Sean Bradley stuff. If you're a fan of Space Jam, they kind of have a Sean Bradley section. Really kind of a unique place. Uh, a really cool thing to see if you've never seen it. Now we're going to talk a little bit about uh, where Brigham Young is now and uh, where they are going. In the future. Now, this last year, uh, BYU always makes me kind of chuckle because uh, if you're here in Utah, BYU fans are probably some of the most 
uh, loyal fans you will ever meet. I'm going to paint a picture for you guys. As a University of Utah fan, uh, I grew up, uh, my, my family, all of them are BYU fans. Uh, my little brother, I've kind of converted him to uh, the dark side as my, my uh, mom or my dad would say, kind of converted him to uh, the University of Utah. But everyone else in my family, year in, year out, uh, back in, in what was, I think it was 2007 or 2006, Harling's still open. Uh, he gets a little out, and uh, Eric Weddle bites, blitzes, they throw it into the end zone. BYU beats Utah. I cried that game. Uh, and then there was another year uh, where they had, they were playing their role. Royals are in Lavelle Edwards, and I remember them throwing it across the field. It was, I believe, it was double overtime. Uh, they got the tight end. I don't even remember who the tight end. It might have been Harline still, but he scoots out the middle, gets the touchdown. Uh, they also had the one where BY. Well, I think it was the same game to force overtime, but they throw. It was like third and like forty or some ridiculous thing, and Utah just sat back and. Anyway, really kind of a frustrating time for me as a Utah fan, seeing BYU beat Utah, but. Being around it enough, you know, Utah has dominated. Uh, I believe the streak is at eight years. They didn't play for a couple years, but the streak is now at eight. And Utah definitely has set themselves kind of above BYU. Uh, even, I mean, they're being in the Pac-12. They, uh, you even think about press conference and stuff, Utah is at a really high level right now, especially that people are saying that they could potentially go to the national championship. But despite all that, BYU is still a very interesting team. And like I said, the pitcher that I, I wanted to paint is that you have all this this history, right, with BYU and Utah. Uh, between Salt Lake and, and, and Provo, it is, uh, well, take out, <laughs> take out road construction. It is actually a really close game uh, in state. The state used to be house divided. Everybody watched it. Now it's kind of been on the back burner. People complain about it. Oh, it's not what it was. Well, it wasn't, it's not what it was because BYU isn't as good as what BYU was. Uh, the Mountain West trophy isn't on the line. You know, BCS bid's not on the line. Those kinds of things. But, uh, BYU fans, year in and year out, they are so hopeful that something is going to come of them. I'm not, I, and, and, and it's awesome. They are so loyal, but like they said, oh man, Taysom Hill, he's going to win the Heisman. He just has to stay healthy. The years he played there, he was hurt most of the time. He did beat Texas, and he's legit. We know he's legit in the NFL. Uh, he had a really good preseason game for the Saints, ran for the most yards for the Saints. You know, you see him uh, kind of a jack-of-all-trades down there for Sean Payton. But, oh, man, he's going to win the Heisman. He's so good. He's so good. Ends up not really doing anything. They had uh, Riley Nielsen for a while. Oh, man, Riley could win the Heisman easily. And it might just be because they have had a Heisman Trophy winner before and the fans growing up around the Y, uh, they have that hope that they're going to get there. But uh, they, you know, year in, year out. And this year is no difference. Zach Wilson, oh, man, he's going to be so good. He's just a sophomore, people. Don't, get, don't crown him king yet. He... Yes, he played very well against the U. He he really did play well against the U, and he played well against Western Michigan. Uh, I remember watching him in both games, I believe, and I remember going, okay, this kid's legit. He can ball, but don't crown him king yet. He's just a sophomore. He's still a pup. you got to see him play an entire season before you can start saying these things, but no, he's going to win the Heisman. He's going to be legit. He's the next BYU. He's the next Ty Detmer. He's the next Max Hall. He's the next John Beck. Whatever, but that's a BYU fan standpoint. And then another thing, they go, "Oh man, this is BYU's year." You know, they uh, 
they're going to they're going to take it. This is the year they're going to do it. They're going to beat Utah. They're going to beat Tennessee. They're going to beat USC. They're going to be washed undefeated going to the national championship. It's not happening, folks. It, it, it's not. And uh, they're oh well, you're just a BYU hater. You just don't like them. Uh, I, I mean, I don't like BYU, but I don't see them winning. Uh, a national championship. Uh, they'll be lucky to get to a bowl game. But this is kind of how I paint the picture. They are so hopeful year in and year out. BYU fans, credit to you. Uh, this is the first year, I think, as a University of Utah fan that I feel legit. I'm like, okay, Utah, we, this is our time. We made it to Pac-12 championship. Now is our time to get over the hump. But it's been, uh, you know, a long, since 2012, it has been a long process to get to this point. But year in, year out, BYU's hopeful and good for them. And I'm very excited to see what they'll do. Despite my dislike of them when they play Utah, I don't mind cheering for them when they play other teams because why Why not? I want Utah, uh, the state of Utah, to have the national recognition. I think out west, uh, you know, a lot of the people on the east coast, they, they watch these east coast teams and they all that's all they watch because during the day that's what's on. They don't want to stay up at 830, uh, 8.30 mountain time start, 10.30 eastern time start, watch BYU play Idaho State. I'm sorry, not many people on the east coast are going to watch that unless you either are a huge Y fan or you are a huge Idaho State fan. It's not happening. You're not staying up and watching that. But I think BYU, uh, this last, this next year, they'll be able to turn it around a little bit. And uh, But anyway, that is just kind of uh, my little intro about BYU. Uh, I don't hate BYU. I want to preface that right now. I am just a really big Utah fan, and you, you can't uh, blame me in that, but uh, this they start off with the Holy War this year. It's going to be a really kind of a cool... Uh, kind of a cool twist to it all. Uh, they did lose. BYU, I feel like, has lost more uh, than what the University of Utah has. But even if they lose to the U, the, the season's not over, and they still have a lot of ground that they can make up. So we're going, uh, we'll be uh, talking a little bit about their 2018 uh, schedule. Now, uh, we have, they started off, they got the win against Arizona. It's kind of funny. My coach, actually, uh, he's a huge U of A fan. Uh, I believe, I don't even remember if we had practice. I think he might have canceled practice so he could travel down to Tucson from St. George, go down, everyone else, you know, a, while, the, a BYU fan and his family, he's a U of A fan. Uh, they end up, BYU ends up winning. I stayed up watched it. I remember laughing. Hey, coaches, you know, went all the way down there and he saw his team lose in Tucson. I'm sorry, buddy, but uh, it's kind of funny. But BYU got the win there. Uh, they did lose to Cal. It was a close game by three. Uh, they did beat Wisconsin. And that's when, of course, the BYU fans, oh, man, BYU's legit. This is a year. This is a year. Uh, they go up to 25th uh, in the in the polls. They beat Nick McNeese State. And again, oh, man, this team's legit. Well, you, who did you beat? You beat McNeese State. But um, they, they played Washington. Uh, at the University of Washington, they got trounced seven to thirty-five. Uh, they then played Utah State at home. They lost uh, to kind of the little brother. Uh, they then played against Hawaii. They beat Hawaii and they lost to NIU uh, six to seven. They lost to Boise at Boise. They beat UMass at UMass. They beat New Mexico State, and they ended up losing a heartbreaker to the University of Utah. So. This last season was really unique for the Y, and I think that uh, that this that that those kind of games. I mean, they did lose a couple of close games, and I think that this next year they'll be able to capitalize on those wins or on those close wins. So, 
really kind of an interesting uh, little 2018 preview. They did play really well against the Western Michigan game, uh, kind of trounced on him in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, 49-18. to They looked really good. Uh, Kalani Sataki really coached them well in that game, but... Anyway, that is kind of the, the, the preface to the BYU Cougars. They do return nine offensive starters, and they do return eight defensive starters. So they do have a lot uh, on both sides of the ball coming back. Uh, so after the ad break, uh, we'll be able to talk to them, and we will have them uh, kind of just dissect the 2019 football preview, and we will get you BYU fans hyped for this next year. But honestly, I don't have to hype them up much because the BYU fans – they know how to hype themselves up alone. And it looks like my beautiful wife just walked in the door. If you hear any noise, she's uh, bringing in, oh man, it looks like two gallons of milk from Costco. Got to give a shout out to there. But uh, she went to BYU-Idaho, so she knows a little bit about BYU. Maybe we'll have her come on the show if she wants to. But anyway, after that break, uh, we'll be talking about the 2019 BYU football preview. Okay, we are back uh, after the ad break. Sadly, my wife has elected not to come on to get the ball rolling and talk to her experience at BYU, but uh, she says she needs to put the groceries away, so I guess that is a little bit more important. Anyway, getting back into it, and, and again, BYU fans, I, uh, I'm really excited for to see how this season unrolls for the Y. Um, Obviously, uh, I am still a Utah fan, but I still want to see uh, where these guys will turn out. I think uh, they're really heavily front-loaded. I think the first half of the season will be extremely difficult with the second half of the season being a little bit easier. But that's kind of how it is as an independent. It's hard to be able to get uh, that... That consistency every year we're playing this person. They're not in a conference. They're independent. And again, everybody in the you know Utah says that was a really tough decision. But they don't play on Sundays uh, for their other athletics. Some of the the times they've tried to get into conferences, they they have to play on Sunday. They won't play on Sunday, and uh, so that's that's one thing. And then. Uh, Honestly, I mean, I think that they should get into a conference, in my opinion. I think it will even help, even if you're in a group of five. I think they're a power five team. They, I mean, I don't think they'd be doing anything a lot in the Pac-12 or in the Big 12 where they went, but it would be good to be in a conference to be able to have that notoriety and the opportunity to play for a, you know, for a championship game. Other than that, uh, year in, year out, you know you're basically going to be going to a bowl game. Now, if you go undefeated, yeah, you have the opportunity to go to the national championship like we saw Notre Dame did last year. But you're going to have to go undefeated and play some really legit teams in order to have everybody convinced. So, like I said, in 2019, BYU returns nine starters on offense and eight starters on defense. Now, their line is a little bit, well, a lot more experienced, not a little bit, a lot more experienced than what they were this last year. They only had to replace their left guard and their right tackle. So, uh,. You look at it, they have no seniors on that offensive line, though. So that that does raise a little bit of concern to be able to have Zach Wilson. You know, can they protect him? What is he going to be able to do? That's the biggest thing I feel like BYU has struggled with is their offensive line. They weren't able to keep Taysom Hill from just getting blown up and, and, and taking the sacks and stuff. Uh, so if this offensive line can play at the level that that you know they they can and I feel like they can they will be able to definitely they're going to give him a lot more time obviously they improved in the 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 postseason play but 
and I don't mean this uh, like in a bad way towards Western Michigan, but it wasn't the best competition for BYU. If you put BYU up against the Mississippi State, we might see a, a, a legit game and we'll be able to see it. But when you play a little bit lesser of a competition, you look a lot better than what you really are. But anyway, they got the win regardless. So they start off uh, home against the University of Utah. And, of course, I'm going to take Utah. Uh, nine times out of ten, Utah will win. I think there's off years that the, the Y will be able to sneak in a win. But I feel like the U, like I said, has elevated themselves. Their, uh, even their facilities are just – they're just amazing up there at the University of Utah. And the Y – and it's not like they don't have good facilities and, and it's not. But I feel – you know. If you're in-state recruiting and you say, well, we're going to be playing a Pac-12 team year, week in, week out, year in, year out, you're going to be on national television. Now, BYU does have that ESPN, but you're going to be playing against a, a team like Washington who played for the national championship, and we can go and upset them. You know, I feel like it's a little bit more of recruiting. Utah's kind of dominated, that, at least in the in-state recruiting game. Uh of of late and uh, so I think I mean last year's game uh, BYU was ahead by quite a bit Utah ends up coming back I honestly think Utah was kind of overlooking them uh, getting ready for Washington it was kind of as a touch-up game and they really flexed their muscles I think that uh, Utah's defense is a lot better uh, probably going to be one of the best in the nation at least top five in the nation and BYU's offense isn't going to be a top 40 in the nation so we add those things up. I think it's going to be a close game, as with most rivalries are, but I think the University of Utah gets a win. And then this is where I'll become a BYU. Uh, I'll cheer for BYU. Here we go. They go on the road to Tennessee. Uh, this is their first meeting ever. Uh, I think it will be definitely a difficult game, uh, especially with the improvement of Tennessee. But again, this is going to be a 50-50 game. They're playing kind of a mid-to-bottom uh, level SEC team this year. So if they get the win, it's going to look really good for BYU and really bad for Tennessee. Now you're going into Knoxville. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not really sold on Kalani Sataki, but you know what? If he can get the win there at Knoxville, he can pretty much do anything. And, um, uh, It'll be interesting to see how that game unfolds. Again, a big question mark, more so on the Tennessee side. I know what I got with BYU, but can Tennessee, you know, uh, live up to, to, to what, you know, BYU does? I mean, Tennessee, a few years ago, I remember they, they struggled against Utah State, and Utah State was even, I mean, that was really good when they were Chucky Keaton and stuff, but they struggled. So I wouldn't be surprised if BYU did get the win, but I wouldn't be surprised if Tennessee did as well. Going on the road to Knoxville in, like, the third biggest stadium, it gets loud, it gets crazy. It will be a tough game for BYU to win. Afterwards, they go home and they play USC. Now, the only uh, saving grace for the the Cougs here is that they will be at home and USC traditionally does not play well uh, at altitude. If you go back and you look, they struggle at Utah, they struggle at Colorado. So it it would, you know, you would think they would struggle at U at uh, in Provo at BYU. So it'd be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, USC is two and zero in all, all time. So I'm obviously going to be taking the Trojans in this game, not because I, I don't like BYU or for whatever, but uh, I think USC comes in here. I think they're a Pac-12 school. They've got the the kind of the build and everything going uh, around a really good program. Uh, USC cannot afford to lose this game. BYU can afford to lose it. It's not that big of a deal because you know the press 
in Provo, the press nationwide, BYU loses to USC. Well, that's kind of expected. But if BYU beats USC, USC is going to get destroyed on, in, in Los Angeles, New York. Everyone's going to be talking about it. They're going to be calling for uh, the coach to step down, to get fired, whatever. USC, that's going to be a really big game against a really good competition at BYU in order to say, okay, you know, look, this BYU team was legit. We handled them. Or this BYU team was, it was legit, and we ended up losing. I'm sorry. Anyway, and then they do play uh, September 21st. They bring in uh, UW, University of Washington. And uh, again, I think they overpower them. Washington, top 10 in the nation. Would not be surprised if Washington gets back to the... to the playoffs, again, like I said, it all depends on the game against Utah and the game against Oregon. But this is a top you know, 10 team, uh, top 15 team. BYU is not a top 25 team. So I'm going to be taking UW in that situation. Next, they go on the road to Toledo. And uh, I remember a few years ago, I don't remember when it was. And it might be back even further than what I think. Oh, no, it's in 2016. Uh BYU played home against Toledo. They ended up winning 55-53. to Toledo played extremely well that year. Uh, I think this is a 50-50 game. Uh, so through the first, you know, five games, I have two games that are 50-50, and I have three that are going to be losses. So I think Toledo, I, I honestly, I'm going to say that they do get the win, that BYU wins this game, and I think I kind of stop a, a, a losing streak now obviously to USC and Washington, which I've taken, uh, and potentially Tennessee. But I think it'll be really hard. It's going to be really hard to have these Cougars focused because if you go, uh, you know, if you start off the season 1-4, and it's going to be extremely hard, or even 0-5 for that matter. It will be really hard to get them focused for the second half of the season despite a lesser schedule. Again, I do have BYU beating Toledo. I have a slight edge just because I think BYU has a little bit better uh, recruiting a little bit better coaching than Toledo does even though I think Toledo is on the up and I think that they will play well this year I have uh BYU winning that game afterwards they go on a bye and they play at USF now and USF uh is an AAC team it's Charlie Strong's team really kind of a question mark here because a couple years ago they were really good uh last year if I remember correctly they didn't perform I mean they went seven and six they ended up losing in the in the their bowl game they do have a really good uh arm by behind a quarterback by Blake Barnett so I think it's a really even game again I would give BYU the slight edge in these even games I want to give BYU a slight edge just because of the experience that they have Nine offensive returners, eight defense returners. Now, they did lose Sione Sataki Taki. Uh, Taki Taki, I think that's his first name. But he is a legit, uh, he was legit. So, despite that, I think they replace him. I think PLU's defense uh, plays a little bit better than what uh, USF's offense will. Afterwards, they've come home against Boise State. Uh, BYU is just two and seven in the series. Uh, the home team is seven and two. So normally the home team is getting the win. But Boise State, this is another year they're going to be riding high. I know I haven't done a Mountain West preview yet. I'll be getting to that a little bit later this next week. 
I think that uh, Boise State is a legit talent. Uh, I would I have them beating the Y again. I think it's a 50-50. Now it's going to turn a little bit more towards Boise. I think Boise is going to be uh, uh, an FBS uh, buster, like the the playoff buster. I think we're going to be talking about them. I think they're a New York New Year's Six team that we're going to be talking about at Boise State and not against BYU. They're just I think they're a little bit more talented, and I think they'll be a little bit outmanned. Afterwards, they play uh, November second at Utah State. Now this is going to Logan, and, and you got to understand in in, in the state uh, for a very long time, BYU was really good uh, through the years with you know Ty Detmer and uh, Steve Young, really good, and, and and they were kind of the powerhouse right in the state. And then uh, Utah came along, you know Irvin Meyer, they got the the undefeated year. Uh, then they had the undefeated year in 2008 with Kyle Whittingham where they ended up beating Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. A lot of people said that they should have played for the national championship that year. They ended up, I believe it was number three in the nation. So Utah, since about 2004, I feel like has kind of taken over. There's been a few years that BYU has played really well. I'm, I'm not going to take away from that. During the Max Hall years, they played well. But uh, it's kind of been a transition. So BYU is kind of at the top. And Utah State's always been like the third team. Uh, you know, even people, I'm from the Ogden area, and people would joke, oh man, Weaver State would even be uh, Utah State. It's not the case anymore. Utah State is legit. And one thing that helps Utah State and their case here, number one, they have Gary Anderson returning. Gary Anderson went to Wisconsin, struggled there, had a little bit of a, a difference with the athletic director. He ended up leaving, going to Oregon State, struggled at Oregon State. So where he really fits in is at Utah State. And Jordan Love is a legit talent there. Uh, Obviously, they had Chucky Keaton a few years back. I think Jordan Love's a little bit better of a thrower than Chucky ever was. He definitely can scramble. So uh, it's a 50-50 game. It is in Logan. And Aggie fans are extremely, extremely loud. I've actually been to uh, two games where BYU has played Utah State, and it is a bitter, bitter rivalry. I mean, I, I've always been on the side of Utah, but Utah in recent years have kind of dominated. So when you go into it, you know, Utah fans, it might be a little bit of entitlement, thinking that they're going to win, that you don't have to take BYU or Utah State seriously, but that's kind of how it feels like when you, in, in the grand scheme of things. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game. I think November 2nd, people need to tune into that game. It will be at night on ESPN, I'm almost certain, and you're going to be wanting to watch that game. Uh Last time they played, this last year, Utah State got the better of them. And then the year before that, I don't think they played. Oh, no, they ended up losing in Logan. Uh, and then they ended up, uh, BYU hasn't beat them since 16. So Kalani Sataki is just 1-2 and two against the Aggies. Now Matt Wells is gone. You have all that. But, you know, Utah State, people are saying that they could even beat Boise State for the Mountain West title. Uh Obviously, on that side of the uh, of the of the conference, but really a legit team, really going to be a fun game to watch. It's a fifty fifty. I'm not going to take any side there. Afterwards, I think uh, this is where the schedule really lightens up for the Y. They play Liberty, which this is a first uh, meeting, but I think that BYU. Uh, Goes on, kind of rolls through these next few teams. They'll be Idaho State. They do go on the road to UMass. Last year they played at UMass. UMass actually beat them in Provo 10 to 16 back in 2017. I think that's more of an anomaly than it, it will be kind of a rule. I think they'll end up beating UMass pretty handedly. And then they play San Diego State. Now, San Diego State, uh, BYU has owned San Diego State. Uh, we're going to go back even into the Mountain West years. San Diego State never really was a huge threat 
to uh, BYU, Utah, or TCU. They were always kind of, I mean, they were good year in, year out, but they never were a team that we really, you know, uh, as fans, we ever were like, oh man, is BYU going to beat San Diego State? No. But uh, San Diego State this last year kind of had a little bit of a slump after three years of double digit wins 15, 11 wins, 16, 11 wins, and then 2017, 10 wins. Last year they slumped a little bit. I think they are a little bit better of a team this next year, but where, and, and it is in San Diego. Uh, in Qualcomm Stadium, uh, I guess it's not called Qualcomm anymore. It's like San Diego Credit Union or something like that. But and, and down in San Diego, it will be a really interesting game. But if BYU is you know six and five or five and six going into that game, which I feel like e- it could go either way, uh, they're either going to be fighting for a bowl game or fighting for a better bowl game. So I think it's going to be a little bit more on the line for BYU in that game than it will be for San Diego State. I think BYU will want it a little bit more, and I think that uh, old Mountain West foes will kind of, you know, take it down. So anyway, that that's kind of our uh, 2019 BYU preview. Again, I don't want to uh, roast the BYU fans because I have a lot of friends that are uh, BYU fans. Like I said, my wife attended uh, Brigham Young University. Uh, my sister-in-law attended Brigham Young University. So uh, obviously uh, got some roots there. My, my uncle went there and so uh, for a little bit, and, uh, you know, my dad growing up around it, he loved watching BYU, so I've been around, uh, Brigham Young, but I think this year, uh, more so than ever, I'm excited to see him, I think they have a little bit more of excitement with Zach Wilson, uh, don't crown him king yet, uh, let him develop this year, next year, I think if, you know, if he has a really good season, you know, get his confidence up for next year, and in two, two, three, well, two years, I think that he'll be a legit, talent during his senior year but again uh, he's just a sophomore don't give him the keys to the kingdom yet let him develop uh, give a good solid offensive line behind him you have a couple of uh, threats down the field they got to get a running game uh, there they've kind of uh, since Jamal Williams they haven't really had a running game now they do have a transfer from South Carolina that I am told is supposed to be pretty good but uh, that is yet to be determined again uh, that first game against Utah I think we're really going to see the grit of BYU when you're going up against a top 10 top 15 team in the University of Utah and uh basically the first through the first five weeks we'll see what this team is really made of and if they do uh if this team's legit and they do pull off a couple of upsets against a team like usc against a team like tennessee against uh toledo and they 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 end up going you know two and three through that stretch or maybe even three and two through that stretch we're going to know that that 50 50 game against utah state that 50 50 game against boise state they're going to be uh, really kind of big up in the air. They're going to be like, okay, well, BYU, I want to give the edge to. Uh, again, we'll be following this team because they are in our beautiful yet desert state of Utah uh, throughout the year. Uh, despite them not really being in a conference, we'll definitely give a little bit of coverage uh, to them. And uh, more so for my friends because they are huge BYU fans. And they said that I should uh, make sure I do a BYU preview. So that's kind of what I think. Again, I think a 7-5 and five season for the Y would be uh, sublime for them I think as a Y fan if you go seven and five you're on top of the world uh, I see them I'm sitting at six and six just like Vegas has them so uh, I think they'll probably end up playing in you know the Las Vegas Bowl the uh, famous Idaho Potato Bowl the San Diego uh, Bowl Poinsettia Bowl that's what it's called so they'll be one of those bowl games you'll definitely see them in the postseason in my opinion but we will watch as this season unfolds so up next we will be continuing uh, the finish of our Pac-12 previews uh, 
kind of going forward within the next week. We're also going to be trying to get out some Mountain West previews. Hopefully we can get one done every single day in preparation. Uh, it is coming quick. And uh, that BYU-Utah game, I believe, is one of the first games uh, up on the college football uh, season docket. So we'll definitely be tuning in. Again, uh, I wanted to do uh, some previews, a Big Sky preview, a uh, some of the other previews. Stay Watch for them on... on YouTube as I release uh, kind of the standings where I think they'll be. Obviously, I'm doing the Ohio Valley right now. Hopefully, I'll be able to get to the CAA uh, finish off there and some of the other uh, Missouri Valley. Uh, definitely, will give you guys my preseason rankings for all of the conferences. So stay tuned. Let me know what you think. Uh, don't be afraid to message me. Write me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, direct message me. Let me know what you guys think, uh, what you want more of, what you want covered a little bit more. Definitely going to be watching all of these games this upcoming season. So uh, I hope you guys have a great week. And until next time, keep the ball rolling.